Welcome to Simone Shea. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And tonight we're talking to you about erectile dysfunction. ED, baby. Dysfunction Junction, what's your function? I have problems getting my dick hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start a country band. I love it. I own a fiddle, so we're halfway there. I have a guitar, an acoustic guitar. All right. All right. <laughs> the next episode is an all-country-western musical episode yes. of Simone J. Covering um, all, all the hits. All the hits. R. Kelly sex cult. Yeah. Nexium. Nexium. Well, speaking of hits, we did vaginismus. And so we thought naturally we need to give the guys a fair shake and do erectile dysfunction. Yes. In the nature of gender equality, we said we would do it because after we learned about vaginismus, it was like, what's up with boners? Yeah. Um, but we put it off because let's be honest, uh, reading about sexual dysfunction is kind of sad like it's we bummer. we got bummed out researching vaginismus and uh, i was not in a hurry because when you read about these things you get people's personal accounts and how traumatic it was and you know whatever right. but we're gonna try to have fun but not make fun of course because we never make fun we never judge this is a we're safe space we're just here to have a good time um but we just we're gonna try not to bum you out so do you want to tell us what erectile dysfunction is Erectile dysfunction, also known as impotence, is the inability to get and keep an erection firm enough for sex. That's right, you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just wanted to pretend I was a news anchor. I love um, it. So I wanted to uh, explain how boners work so that we can then talk about what goes wrong because it's really complicated. Like, yeah, I didn't realize how complex men's sexuality is. Right. Like, we always talk about the vagina and it's connected and everything. And it's like, dudes have it pretty crazy, too. Yeah, I feel bad because you know how I always talk about how I don't care about my partner's sexual <laughs> pleasure. I'm like, guys bust nuts. Guys are going to bust nuts. <laughs> right. So all I care about is how I'm going to come. Um, and then in my research, I was learning how, like, there are so many variables that go into making a, a boner yeah. and anything can go wrong along the way. Ooh, we'll get into it. <sighs> so the penis contains two cylindrical sponge-like structures called the corpora cavernosa. And during sexual arousal, nerve impulses increase blood flow to both cylinders, the smooth muscle in the erection chamber, it has to relax to let the blood enter and stay in the chamber. And then this influx of blood causes the erection by expanding, straightening, and stiffening uh, the penis. Uh, after orgasm, the blood flows out of the chamber and the erection goes away. So there's all these variables, not only like the hormones to be able to create the arousal and stuff, but the blood has to be able to go into these uh corpora cavernosa and the muscle has to relax and also these um sponge-like structures have to be able to maintain the blood so if there's something wrong with the muscle or the blood or the tissue that holds the blood we're gonna have problems yeah. um so apparently it's very it's like looking at the diagrams i was like shit that is complicated yeah that's a complicated it's like how to look at a diagram on how a car works it's not that easy <laughs> It's harder than you think. It's more than just putting the key in the ignition. That's right. So, um, 
I uh, I copied from uh, WebMD that male sexual arousal is a complex process that involves the brain, hormones, <laughs> emotions, nerves, muscles, and blood vessels. Erectile dysfunction can result from a problem with any of these. Likewise, stress and mental health concerns can cause or worsen erectile dysfunction. Um, so sometimes a combination of yeah. a physical, a structural problem, uh, and a psychological problem can cause it. Right. And like a minor physical condition because you're nervous, like, oh, okay, like maybe you have an issue with these smooth muscles, uh, relaxing to let the blood flow in. So you've had boner problems uh-huh. and then the anxiety about that can then worsen the issue right i um i was laughing because if you look at my notes ah! it's exactly fuck it's yeah the exact same thing fuck yeah yeah so there's also some physical um causes all right which i will read to you now yes we have heart disease clogged blood vessels high cholesterol or blood pressure diabetes obesity metabolic syndrome Parkinson's, mm-hmm. which I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, multiple sclerosis, certain medications, tobacco could be an issue, uh-huh. alcoholism or substance abuse, which I think is important to know and yeah. acknowledge, um, and sleep disorders also because sleep's really important. And if you're not getting enough, your boner's sleepy. Yeah. Um, I also had um, Peyronie's disease. Which I didn't write it down because I didn't know what it was. So I did. I listened to every available episode of this podcast called the Broken Boner Podcast. Okay. And the guy who hosts it, he has a um, he has penile fibrosis, which basically is an issue with the tissue inside those. I'm going to have to keep looking at what they're called. The corpora callosums. What? No, that's in your brain. <laughs> Cavernosa. Yes. He had the tissue in it. When it gets uh, fibrosis, it doesn't, it's kind of scarred up and it doesn't hold blood very well. Oh, shit. And he had it from birth. So it can be genetic and inherited, this penile fibrosis, where he basically never had boners happen easily and as he got older and erectile dysfunction drugs came out they would help like a little bit because what viagra cialis um there's another one uh oh levitra what they Mm. all do is they relax that muscle to help let blood flow in but it didn't work for his fibrosis because you can let all the blood flow in that you want but that tissue doesn't hold the blood so it doesn't stay in there um and there's no like surgical way to fix it well what he ended up doing is he went through well i'll go through his journey so he had the boner problems and it caused him a lot of anxiety and he was saying he could still come like even though he couldn't get hard he could still come um And he could get hard enough to penetrate his wife and they did have children. But um, that was my main thing is I was like, 
if you have ED, can you still have an orgasm? Like, right. can you orgasm without erection? And he said yes, and several of his guests did. Oh. Um, and so then he had tried the pills, and they didn't work. And then for a year, he did um, this thing where you inject it into your uh, penis, mm-hmm. and it's called iprostadil. And basically, it's an injection that you self-inject right into your penis. Fuck. He said you get used to it. Okay. Um, And it causes immediate relaxation of that muscle to let blood in. But when mm-hmm. that quit working, he went on to get a penile implant. Oh, okay. And he – we can talk about the different types of penile implants. But he felt like he suffered – this whole thing caused him so much shame in his life and – He, um, you know, just anxiety where he was saying, you know, he, it doesn't just affect men and like them, but also women. And like he was saying, you know, women will say, oh, I've never encountered erectile dysfunction. And he says, how many times have you been flirting with a guy and you're really hitting it off and you think, oh, maybe we're going to go home together, but then the guy backs out. And you think, oh, there's something wrong with me. Do I smell bad? He doesn't like me. Is he married? And he's like, that was my whole life with erectile dysfunction because one night stands, like hookups were out of the question. And I can't tell you how many times I would flirt with a pretty girl and I liked her, but I just like couldn't bring myself to even want to get into the whole thing. Right. Because then when you go home with a girl or say you have a relationship and you're dating and things are going well, but you can't have sex with them, women personalize it. Oh, for sure. So, and he just, listening to that podcast, which, I mean, honestly, you'll learn a lot about ED from it, but it just made me feel really sad for him. But he felt the need to become a voice for erectile dysfunction because his, one of his sons inherited it as well, and he talked to his dad, and his dad was like, oh, yeah, I had that, but, like, I didn't know there was anything wrong because his dad's 90, and there wasn't porn around when he was young, so right. he didn't know. He thought, like, what was – like, his boner situation was, like, normal. Um, so, anyways, that's how I learned about Peyronie's disease. Okay. Which is when you have an injury um, to the penis, and it causes scarring. So, like – you know how they say if you like crack your penis, yes. like if you're fucking and it slips out and you Ooh, it scares me. Oh Jesus. That happened to me once. Oh fuck. Where I was on top and it slipped oh, out no. and I came down really hard and it it punched me in the butt. So it cracked for him and it punched me in the butt, which is a very painful area in my body. And I ran to the bathroom because I thought I was gonna throw up. And have diarrhea at the same time. So oh, no. I was like naked sitting on the toilet with a trash can in front of me because oh, I was like, ooh, ooh. and then he was just in terrible pain. Did he have to go to the doctor? He was fine, thank God. But um, sometimes that can happen and something breaks and you should go to a doctor because it can shut off a blood vessel. Right. It can be very dangerous. And with Peyronie's, you get scar tissue that builds up and it can cause your dick to curve. And it starts to cause, like, necrosis of that tissue that absorbs the blood and the boner. Uh Um, And so sometimes, you know, if a guy has a curved penis, it's just a curved penis. But sometimes it's due to an injury and the scar tissue. And it gets worse over time if you don't have it fixed. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. That's terrible. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. Well, 
all of this just makes me think like you know how america is like full of prudes uh-huh. it's like how many guys like way back in history had ed due to like you know some health reason yeah and they didn't know what the fuck was going on and they just decided to like shame everybody else too cuz they felt shameful even yeah. though there's no reason to no there's no but reason to do it they probably were like well, what the fuck well yeah like um like shit goes wrong with our bodies right yeah like you walk funny because you're not need you were just born that way and you don't need to be ashamed of it you're not need you know or like it hurts when you get an erection because like you got hit in the nuts or you got hit in the dick with a baseball and now you have peyronies and it's like painful yeah um or that dude who married marie antoinette he had something wrong where he couldn't get boners he had to have surgery Oh, I think they for him it was like a webbing between the dick and balls, oh, and shit. the skin was too tight. The dick, man, the dick, fascinating, is complicated. But yeah, like so, men will grow up. This one guy who was on um, Broken Boner was saying he never had an erection until he got a penile implant. His entire life, wow. he never had an erection, and the level of shame of like other boys are getting boners and I'm not, and yeah. like. What's wrong with me? And oftentimes, like, you know, women will think, oh, if a guy is not hard, he doesn't like me. Right. My pussy smells. Maybe he's gay. Which is so sad because that's what society has done to all of us. Yeah. I, I kind of wanted to, like, nickname this episode E.D. It's not about you, ladies. <laughs> well, it's so true because I've been in positions where I'm like, oh, my God, like, what's wrong with me? Yeah. Like, why isn't this working? And then, yeah, it's like, it probably wasn't anything to it's do not- with me yeah, at all. Well, that's a, that's always the thing, right, is that we think everything is about us. So, like, if someone doesn't want to have a second date with us, like... I have told the story a million times where I went to dinner with a guy, we hit it off, we ended up going back to my place and having sex that night, and then we never went out again. And here it was, I was like, we hit it off so well, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, you know, we did it from behind, and I probably have an ugly butthole. And he saw it, <laughs> and that's why he never called me back, because I have an ugly butthole. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's that's not most a- likely not it. <laughs> yeah, like, he probably, like wasn't interested or found someone else or like whatever like it had nothing to do with me but everyone thinks it's always about them yeah like oh she doesn't want to have sex with me it's because she doesn't she doesn't want me or it's she's just tired right like how many times have you been like i'm just not yeah it happens because like not tonight i'm sorry yeah, where I'm like, listen, I've just worked 18 hours. My whole right. body is greasier than a Domino's pizza. Like, I just not. And it's yeah. not that I don't find you attractive. It's just that, like, I'm not into it right now. I was going to say, most of the time when I don't want to have sex, it's because I feel uncomfortable in, like, whatever way. with Whether I need yeah. to take a shower or I just want to go to sleep or I feel fat that day. Like, it's always something to do with, like, how I'm feeling. Yeah, it has so. nothing to do with the guy. Guys, let's all let's all give ourselves a break. Yes. it's not us. Yeah, and also, like, just the idea of being, like, because people with erectile dysfunction can be fully aroused. Right. They're fully aroused. They are 100% turned on, and the boner just isn't 
cooperating. Yeah. And so just to be like, we always talk on the show about how sex isn't necessarily penetrative. And so there are so many other things to do. And so just to be like, oh, well, he can't get it up. So we're, I'm done. Like we're done. And it's like, he probably desperately wants to get it up. Right. Like that's what these guys on the show were saying. They're like, I desperately wanted to get it up. And like most of them were like, I got really good at oral. And like, (laughs) well, and that's the other thing too. It's like, it's sad in a way because we either think it's us or we think that there's something wrong with them. Like, you know, maybe, I don't know. Girls think the weirdest things like maybe they have a kink that I'm not into or, you know, some secret weird thing. And it's like, they want it just as bad too, but they're just as ashamed and weirded out by it. Yeah. So no one's saying anything. We're all just being like, ah, uh, and what's we're all happening. Instead of just addressing the elephant in the yeah. room. Because like as a woman, you can say, like, what would you like me to do? No, right. I, I feel like it's wrong to say, is there anything I can do? Like being like, is there anything I can do to get your dick to work? But yeah, there's definitely a right and wrong way to approach it. But you I could think. phrase it like, well, tell me what you want me to do. And yeah. then it doesn't say like, is there anything I can do to like fix your fucking dick? But like, what would you like me to do to you? Which could have nothing to do with the boner, right? Exactly. He might say like, sit on my face. Yeah. And you can be like, fuck. Yes. I'm going to yes. ride that face. Westworld, baby. Yeah. Yeehaw. Or, you know, you could just be like, are you cool? Just keep going. Do you want to keep going? And then just kiss and rub, massage. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of ways. Yeah. I feel like if if a guy has a kink and that's what's standing between him and having a... Which most of the time when someone has a kink, they're hard anyways. And then the kink is just on top of that. Yeah. And most people I know who have kinks are pretty comfortable being like. I think that's just like a common misconception that was put out there sometime in like the 80s or 90s. That's like a bunch of everyone's a secret freak. Everyone's a secret freak. And yeah, if you're not stepping on their balls with high heels, they can't get hard. Yes. Yeah. We should do a episode on the misconception of fetishes um that's a big one that is a big one <laughs> oh shit dropping things um so do you want to talk about some symptoms yes of ed let's roll okay. through them well there's not very many so um the main symptoms are trouble getting an erection trouble keeping an erection mm-hmm. um soft erections and this is all mind you frequently yeah like it happens to every guy every once in a while like it's normal just one off here and there mm-hmm. but if this is like you know more so than not yes um and also reduce sexual desire uh-huh so and there's a lot of health risks with ed it can be like the first indicator right that you have something else wrong yeah it can be a sign of an underlying health condition that needs treatment um and a risk factor for heart disease so it's like heavily linked to heart disease and well because it has to do with circulation right so this is why it's always shame is the worst is your enemy because like just always go see your doctor because for sure that if if you are having boner problems, it could be just because you have boner problems or there could be something else wrong. But um, what this one guy recommended was like, you can go see your general care practitioner, but also don't be scared to go see a urologist or yeah. a sexual medicine specialist because they will know better 
and your general care practitioner might just write you a script for Viagra and not address what could be wrong. Oh, okay. Um, But if you go to a doctor, like a good doctor, they're going to run blood tests because they want to make sure they want to check your blood pressure, your cholesterol, your testosterone levels. They want to rule out any of those variables. Um, And one of the things they'll do is a nocturnal penile tumescence test. Oh. Um, And it measures healthy uh, automatic erections during sleep. Because when you're fully relaxed, Mm. that muscle, smooth muscle, should open up. And that's why you get boners. That's why you have morning wood. I love those midnight boners. Oh, yeah. Um, And that was one of the things we learned um, in massage therapy school is that boners aren't always sexual because they're from your parasympathetic nervous system. So you can get an erection just because you're fully That's why men can also be raped. Yes. By women. (laughs) By women. I've never done that. I've only been accused of doing that. (laughs) So anyways... Um, but I don't consider myself guilty of that crime. No, no. Anyways. And we would not condone it. Do I not, don't. No rape of any kind. Don't rape anyone. Um, just really don't do that. But so for a nocturnal penile tumescence test, it's something like it'll be like Velcro with like a little piece of like breakable plastic that you wrap around your penis when you go to bed. And oh. so in the morning, if it's broken, you know that you got a boner in your sleep. And I think we all remember the episode of Sex in the City when Charlotte's husband, Trey, was having uh, issues mm-hmm. and her friends told her to put a piece of paper around his penis in the mor- when he, like, while he was sleeping to see if it broke. And it did. And that's how she learned he could get boners and she had to figure out why he was struggling with her. Yeah. What was his deal? He had mm-hmm. a really bad Madonna whore complex thing where, yes. like, sex was a dirty thing and his wife was this pure angel and because she caught him jerking off to porn and he's just like well i like love and respect you i don't think of you like that so then she went into his porn magazine and she taped pictures of her face over the faces of all the women (laughs) so that when he would jerk off her face would be there so he could learn to sexualize his own wife because i love charlotte yeah she's great um so yeah that's one of the tests there's also a um Oh, man, my notes moved on me. A duplex ultrasound, and it shows what's happening in your body by bouncing waves off an organ to show pictures on a monitor, and it'll check for blood flow, vein leaks, scars on erectile tissue, uh, signs of clogged arteries, um, and they will usually give you an injection in your penis to cause an erection, and sometimes they'll inject a dye into the veins. There's that. Where they can, then they can trace it to be like, okay, are the veins pumping blood into the penis? Um, so yeah, there's ways to check so they can figure out because there are so many variables. Before doing this research, I kind of thought, like, okay, well, like most people, like if you have erectile dysfunction, you just need a Viagra, right? And like, that's not the case for everyone, especially mm-hmm. um, when you get this penile fibrosis, which it turns out 50% of men in their 50s have penile fibrosis and then it goes to 60% of men in their 60s 70% of men in their 70s and so on so basically 100% of men in their hundreds have this so even if you're even if you're taking Viagra it's not going to work if you have this condition and if you live long enough you're going to have erectile dysfunction because your body just it doesn't work as well with age yeah well and 
that's probably part of just, you know, to help protect people from having old ass baby sperm babies. Yeah. Well, you I know mean, what I mean? Like, well, yeah. I mean, that and just like, dude, when you're old and you get a paper cut, it takes six months to heal because your yeah. body's not making new cells. And it definitely isn't prioritizing having healthy fucking um, corpus cavernobi. Yeah. Whatever. Tunnels. Corporal. It's caves. Caves. Yeah. It's, it's a cavern. Yeah. It's not. It's like, it's just like the cause basically, nasty cucumber sponges we were talking oh, about. Oh, gross. <laughs> um, yeah. Like basically like, yeah. Why would you have cells? Like your cells aren't able to hold and maintain mm-hmm. moisture right. as you get older. Like, so it's just going to happen. Um, we all wither away one day. We turn to dust. And so does the inside of our penises. Um, okay, so we have your uh, your Viagra and your Levitra mm-hmm. and your Cialis. Um, there's also penis pumps. Okay. Which work really well. Oh, do they? Yeah. Wait, are these the things that you put on the outside of yes. your penis to, like, pull it? Yeah, it's like okay. a vacuum chamber. Yes. And it draws the blood these into work? your dick. Yeah, they really work. Okay. And you can use them in conjunction with a cock ring. Oh, cock rings work my friend oh <laughs> uh, yes they do oh yes uh, they work um they're just let me tell you even if the penis is already getting hard it's it's gonna just gonna really bing. yeah because it holds that blood hostage yeah um also you can get one with vibrator on it for your clitoris oh yeah you can you sure can <laughs> available at your local castle megastore i like castle yeah, me too. I haven't been in a long time. We should me go. Either. We should do a. We should do an Instagram live. That would be so fun. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Um. Okay. So then there's the injections in your dick. There's also penile arterial revascularization, and this is if you've had an injury that blocks the blood vessels. Um, and this can kind of fix it. Um, it creates a clear pathway so enough blood can get into the dick. That surgery kind of works. There's also venous venous ligation surgery, and it binds leaky penile vessels that cause the penis to soften during erection. So these are when, like, the blood gets there, but it leaks right back out. Um, But that surgery is, like, not terribly successful. Um, The best way to do it is the penis implants. Uh And there's, like, a couple different types of those. Okay. Gross. I had to burp. I just had to fucking juicy. (laughs) That was a juicy one. I mean, I don't know why anyone would have erectile problems with me. I'm just busy having juicy burps. You could use that as lube. You know that I do like to burp on a dick. It's my thing. Oh, I know that. I drink my Diet A&W and I have at it. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) I can't even believe that anyone has sex with me ever, but here we are. So, um, it's happening. It is happening. Um, allegedly. <laughs> yes, we allege. We allege that Sydney may or may not be sexually active. Um, uh, I think she is, but you just never know. You never know. Uh, write in to Simone J Podcast at gmail.com whether or not you think that I am sexually active. Oh, I like that. We should do a poll. 
on Instagram. We're doing a poll. <laughs> Take a picture of me and my fucking giant overalls and say, yes. do you think this woman is sexually active? Yes or no? Yes, yeah, Sydney is wearing the dopest Laker girls uh, overalls. They're striped yellow and purple. Um, Yeah, if you want them, I'm going to put them for sale on my Depop shop, uh, mm-hmm. Depop at Sydney DeLorean, where I'm selling all of my wardrobe because you too can have a piece of the magic. Check it out. Um, And if you want, I'll take a picture of my dog sitting next to it to increase the oh, value. Fun. Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Anyways, um, penis implants. Am yeah. I right? Yeah, I want to know. Okay, so there's a couple different types. The first one is the static one, which is it's just a solid like silicone cylinder. And so the two um, caverns on either side of the dick that fill with blood to get hard, they just put a silicone implant in there. And it's a lot like putting a breast implant in. And with this one, this is the type that they allege that Tommy Lee has. I remember people talking about his dick and they're like, oh, yeah, when you get penile implants, you're hard all the time. Because this type, basically, you always have a heart on, but it's kind of bendable because it's silicone. So you can point it down to pee. You can point it up to fuck. So it's like having a heart on that's kind of floppy. At, like, it can move at the okay. base. You know, like a, a real boner, it doesn't. you can't, like, move it in different directions. No, don't try to bend it. Don't, because you're going to hurt it. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um, so this is like having a boner at all times, but it's movable. Okay. Um, I kind of liked this one. Like, you could wear some tight pants all yeah. the time, and people would be like, that's Big Dick Damn. Al over there. Um, okay. And it's more straightforward. It's a lot simpler than the other type are pumps. And these ones, they usually will make an incision um, on the front of the ball sack, and they put these empty tubes down the caverns, and there's some saline and there's two different types one there's just a small amount of saline like held in the nuts in the pump and the other part there's a lot of saline and that it goes further up in your abdomen or in your pelvic cavern yeah um but both of these type you have like inside your ball sack you'll squeeze and you'll pump it up like a pair of nikes and it'll send the saline filling those cylinders to give you an erection so The one that the saline's just in the nuts, you can't get as big or as hard. It's not as much liquid. Um, But you pump it up. So the saline fills the tubes and you have an erection. And then there's a valve that you then hold down and it'll let the saline flow out. So, like, you can come and leave it inflated and, like, just keep fucking. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, the one where there's a saline stored in your pelvis, um, it holds more fluid and you can get, like, real fucking hard. And you pump it. So, yeah, it's like a pair of Nikes, but you have to, like, I listened to an interview where a guy said, like, sometimes he would tell women, like, you know, this is what I have. And other times he would have sex with women and, like, ask them afterwards, like, if they noticed anything different. And they didn't because he would come up with, like, sly ways of, like, oh, yeah. you know, because you just reach down and, like, play with yourself. Totally. Guys, like, play with their balls. Yeah. Balls are so weird. Anyways. Yeah. Aren't they? I mean, sometimes they're all rough and rigid. Sometimes well, because they get soft. they get tighter when they're about to come. Or when they're cold. Yeah, when they're cold. They move up and down, and if you yeah. look at them while on mushrooms, it's like a kaleidoscope, just the wrinkles undulating. Oh, yeah, <laughs> trippy balls. I'll try that next time. Um, I haven't ever looked at anyone's <laughs> nuts on mushrooms, but I just remember the first time I watched someone's nuts while they uh-huh. were getting like aroused. I was like, whoa. Balls are weird, man. Kaleidoscope, man. And then I called my friend. I was like, do you know balls move? 
I know. Isn't that crazy? We're both like sexually active adult women and I had very comprehensive sex ed and I had no idea. I was like, do you know that balls move? And she's like, what? And I was like, ask your boyfriend about it. Yeah. Ask him to watch his balls while you play with his dick because they fucking move. This is like just two 19 year olds being like, whoa, man. Yeah, they move. I knew this guy who if you poked him in the belly button, it would make his balls move. It makes me quiver in my downstairs, but like not in a good way. Almost I, in a I have to pee way. Fucking hate being touched in the belly button. Like yeah. I can't stand it. Yeah. Not gonna get into it, but it's just don't go there. Don't touch you in the belly button. Don't, I can't even have pants at the belly button. No. Nothing. Don't no. you can look her in the eye, but don't touch her in the belly button. Don't you fucking come near my belly button. I will murder dare. you. She'll cut you. Um so yeah, these are the different types of penis pumps that help with or i'm sorry not penis pumps um penile implants that help with erectile dysfunction and these are like life-changing technologies for these people who especially like from birth or if they had an injury when they were younger um like riding atvs bike riding like you can get injuries that damage the tissue or the vascular system and then so there's men who like their whole sexual lives have had boner issues and then all of a sudden they're like, I can fuck. Yeah. And they'll have to go to counseling with their wife like before the surgery just to be like, hey, you've been married a long time. And so you're used to like this type of sex and sex this often. And like, are you ready? It about to go off. Yeah. Like your husband is going to be deep dicking you. Oh, shit. Like I, there was one story I listened to where that can hurt. Too. They had to reverse the surgery. This guy went and got the surgery without consulting his wife. Oh, shit. And she was like, no, no way. Which is like bizarre. Because I'd be weird. like, if this makes you happy, if this was important enough to you to have yeah. surgery, it matters a lot to you. And I'm just going to value that and let that happen. But apparently his wife had a huge issue with it and he had to go back and have the surgery reversed. And what they said was once you've had a penis implant, like say you had some functionality, like it didn't work real good, but it kind of worked because they have to empty out that tissue to put the implant in. Right. If they take the implant out, you're never getting a boner ever again. And so this guy had to do that because his wife had such a problem. Oh my God. I would have got divorced. I know I would have too. I would have been like, I'm sorry, but fuck you because I can't take this out. Yeah. Like, I no. But, like, yeah, like, I'm not. Because, like, it's, it has to do with, like, the masculinity. And one of – this woman compared it to when she went through menopause and she felt like, am I still a woman? I can't have children. I'm not menstruating. Like, what am I still – and it's just, like, yeah, like, men will feel like, if I can't get a heart on, am I still a man? Right. And, like – you are whatever the fuck you want to be. Like, let's just like let that be heard. For it doesn't sure. matter how your genitals work. Yeah, whatever the fuck you want to be, that's what you are. But it it fucks with people's sense of identity. Yeah, well, and especially because we live in such a patriarchal society, it's like men are told like that they have to be a certain thing and yeah. have to everything about them has to be a certain way for them to be a man. And a huge part of that is their dick and being able to be, like, super hard all the time. Like, when I Googled erectile dysfunction, like, half of the first page was just ads. Oh, for for drugs? Yeah. And I was like, that's really fucked up. Yeah. Because 
you know, don't try to be like taking advantage of these men trying to like find a quick fix. And it's like, it's obviously much more complex than that. Yeah. I guess a lot of men who have ED, um, if it starts young enough, like they won't have friendships with other men because they just will feel like they have to lie. Right. You know, when they're having locker room talk. And so it'll change their whole outlook because they'll find themselves spending more time with women. And then it, affects their perception of themselves as a man even more because they're like yeah i can't hang out with manly men because i'm not a manly man right and otherwise they have to be like oh yeah i was like balls deep in this bitch the other night or whatever (laughs) because that's how men talk yeah whatever men say i'm a man let's make eye contact while we scratch our nuts (laughs) i'll jack off on this piece of paper it's it's a cracker Oh, it's a cracker. Okay. And then the last person to come has to eat the cracker. Oh. And that's called a limp biscuit. <laughs> which I don't is worth like that. Have you heard that before? Yeah, I have. Yeah. It's now not that good. You're saying it. It's not great. I was thinking of like bukkake, but then I just didn't want to put a woman in there. Yeah. So I said a piece of paper. A piece of paper is better. Listen, man, if you're going to circle jerk on something, make it a piece of paper. Draw, draw your a woman. dream woman. Draw. <laughs> Draw a set of boobs, yeah. uh, just two circles with some nips on a piece of paper, and y'all can jerk off on that shit, but don't bring one of us into it. Yeah, I mean, guys are gross with each other. Yeah, they are. So, um, but yeah, I just think I'm glad that that podcast exists. What's it called? Broken Boner Radio. Okay, I'm glad it exists because I think it really is like, in order for something to be changed and dispelled like you have to talk about it yeah and as long as people are being quiet about their ed it's always going to be something that's like weird to other people or like considered a quote-unquote like something wrong with you and uh if if you know more guys are like what up bro i'm still fucking man i get hot as shit i get horny as fuck i get horny as fuck just because my dick's weird i don't give a fuck like you know what i mean like if guys were just more honest it would start to be normalized. Yeah, if it's if it's mentionable, it's manageable. That's right. Um, yeah, one of the things the guy said was like, for women, it can be easier to hide arousal problems. Yeah, because there's lube, there's lubes you can buy, or like, say you have vaginismus and sex is very painful, but you're able to get the penis in. You could you could fake like, oh yeah, even if it's like severely painful. Versus, like, for men, there is no faking an erection. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, like, it's because their genitals are external. Like, whatever's wrong is right there. And, um, yeah, I just, if people could talk about it more. Because if if you live long enough, you're going to have boner problems. And just, like, accepting that and being, like, you know, uh, what is it? Johnny, what is his name, who hosts... um, Hey Queen. Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. It's a show on Logo you can watch on YouTube um, called Hey Queen. And he interviews. Oh, Johnny Weir? No. Oh. He's a big bear guy. Oh, okay. Um, But he, uh, one of his sayings is every boner is a blessing. (laughs) And just being like, listen, that boner is there, but for the grace of God or whatever. Like, you will. (laughs) If you live long enough, you're going to have boner issues. Like, it's going to happen. So don't laugh or make fun of other people because like there but for the grace of God. Every boner you have is a blessing because it is not boners are not guaranteed. That's true. And like we said up top, if you're a woman and you encounter 
a partner who can't get it up, definitely don't say what's wrong with you. Yeah. Like, don't be a bitch about it. Be supportive and chill because, like we said, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Most likely. And acting like that is just adding to the problem. It's making it worse. And be like, like, what are the ways that we can have sex? And, like, what can we do? Because, like, hand stuff, mouth stuff. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's cool just to make out with someone while you get yourself off. Like, there's so Mm. many different ways to have intercourse and experience intimacy Um, One of the things is like men with erectile dysfunction tend to, you know, because they don't sleep around or have one night stands. Like if they find a woman who doesn't mind, they tend to like get very overly attached. Um, I could see that. Whether or not that's a good relationship for them because they're just like, I found someone who didn't doesn't mind. Yeah. Um, Instead of being like, we all shouldn't mind because it doesn't fucking matter. Like, like legit Dude, if you're fucking, if you love a guy and he has no dick, he lost it in a tractor accident, like, get a fucking dildo. Like, do you like the guy? Then, like, he can fuck you with a dildo. It's like, dicks aren't what make the man. So true. So. Yeah. I feel like just as I've grown and gotten older, like, the thing I've realized most about sex is we all put way too much pressure on it and what it is supposed to be and like what is normal sex and what is quote-unquote good sex and like how often we're supposed to have it like there's all these preconceived notions and like societal rules that are bullshit like we each need to be open to what sexual encounters can be and what is like fun for each person yeah and discover it in the moment because yeah sex is going to be different with every person you have sex with and it's going to be different every time you have sex with the same person and it shouldn't just be you know those like notebooks or note like sticky notepads that are like grocery lists but it already has the things written out on it it's like milk eggs, bread, whatever but like a lot of people don't drink milk and a lot of people don't like eggs and they're gluten intolerant or whatever like So, like, sex shouldn't be this pre-filled out list and you need to check the boxes because, like, you know, you're going to want different food every time and it's going to be different. And, like, yeah, just that sort of – the worst sex is when you can tell that somebody has – it's like being with, like, a bad actor, right? And they don't know how to do any improv. And they're running their lines even if you aren't saying the correct corresponding lines. Like, that's a bad play. Right. (laughs) And, like – where it's just like you need to improv with me and you need to yes and what is happening to the situation. Right. Um, instead of just reciting your lines because that is and then it makes you as the other person like feel like you're just like a hole in the mattress if you're like a woman. For sure. Where you're like, I'm so me as a person is irrelevant to the situation. Yeah, I was gonna say, do I even need to be here right now? Because <laughs> you could be doing this with a doll and it would be the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no preconceived notions. Yeah. Don't do it. Love yourself, love your bod. Love your whole, love your soul. Every boner is a blessing. That's right. All right. That's, that's great. Well, happy hump day. We hope you enjoyed this and um have a have a great rest of your week. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop.